This episode of the General Assembly podcast is brought to you by Disciples Mission Fund, the common funding system of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ. Disciples Mission Fund makes it possible for congregations to do more together than they could ever do on their own. More mission, more ministry, more of God's love in the world. Learn more about DMF by visiting disciplesmissionfund.org. Hey, Courtney. Can we resolve to talk about resolutions? You bet. And let's do so resolutely. Our friends Belva and Bill are back with us again this week. We're joined again today by Reverend Belva Brown-Jordan, the moderator of the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, and Bill Bailey, who serves as our parliamentarian. Thanks again for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Today's topic is uh, we're going to talk about resolutions. So first, just tell us what a resolution is and and uh, how do they work? So a resolution is something that the General Assembly does when they want to take action on something. And there's different types of resolutions. The the two that we typically uh, deal with are sense of the assembly resolutions and operational policy and organizational resolutions. And I'll start with the, the, the latter. The operational policy and organization resolutions are things that, uh, as it says, policies or procedures or something that we need to do as a as a organization for instance this year we're, we're there are proposed amendments to the design changes to the design so that is one of those types of resolutions the other kind that we often deal with is sense of the assembly which is an expression of the general assembly about some um, matter of, of um, social justice or or an expression of, uh, on a particular topic. You know, when I think about the resolutions, I think about the word resolve, that we resolve, as the General Assembly, we resolve to uh, do certain things. Um, and, uh, and so that's the way I think about resolutions. So however they initially get created, usually from a congregation or, uh, or a group of people and eventually go through the process of, of going through the OGMP to the administrative committee, to the general board, and then to the general assembly, where we resolve to do uh, what is recommended in a resolution. Uh, that's kind of the way I think about that, the way that process rolls out. So if the church wants to resolve to do something, there are a lot of steps. You just threw a lot of words out there right in a row. I know. So <laughs> let's take just a second and talk about how a resolution comes together in order for the church to make, Bill, like you said, to make this statement as a body, as an assembly, if we're going to say something together with one voice, how does a resolution get us to that point? 
Well, I want to start by saying I'm impressed with Belva's description <laughs> of resolve. List. That was that was excellent. Thank That's you. That's a, a wonderful way to think of it. Uh, as Belva said, the resolutions start with a group of people who want to submit a resolution to the assembly, and that can be a congregation, a region, a general ministry, or other organization of the church. Everyone has the right to submit a resolution, so they write it. They send it to the Office of General Minister and President, and there it gets put into a format, a resolution format, comes to the general board for review, and the general board makes a recommendation and sends it on to the General Assembly where it comes in a docket, and you read it, and you're ready on the assembly floor to to be able to discuss it and, and take action. Yeah, and thinking about what Bill just said about where the origin of a of a resolution that is reflective of of there's enough space in our denomination to hear multiple voices, and so different groups of people, whether it's a congregation or a regional ministry or general ministry, if they have an idea of something they want to bring before the general assembly to give consideration to, there's there's openness for for us all to um, to add our voices to what eventually may come to uh, a general assembly, and and you might think, well, if everybody could. It somehow add their voice to it. You're going to have like millions and millions and millions of resolutions by the time you get to General Assembly. But actually, that's not what is happening this time round. Um, I think we have seven or eight um, resolutions plus two or three others that are operational in nature. Um, and they reflect a variety of issues, social justice issues, and concerns across the church. Um, but everyone has an opportunity to give some input at some point, at some time, through one of those mechanisms and groups that, that Bill named. I keep hearing about these things called business sessions. <laughs> that sounds like a place we might talk about this sort of thing. So what is a business session and, uh, and how do they work? Well, the business session is the place where those resolutions come so that the General Assembly can vote to adopt or not adopt or refer for more study uh, in one way or, or another. Uh, but in within the business session, uh, we follow Robert's rules of order, um, led by our parliamentarian and the moderator. I mean, you know, this is not the first time we've been on stage next to each other. <laughs> uh, and uh, and we, we, we name the resolutions and put them forth. Um, and usually someone who's been involved with writing it will be able to say a word or two about it. And then eventually we, we have some discussion and then eventually we put it to a vote. Do we adopt it? Do we not? adopt it do we refer it and are they ever controversial i mean do people disagree about <laughs> things that come before the assembly yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes good. and 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 hopefully well we create safe space so all opinions are valued and and heard um and then you know uh, that's important that everyone's voice can be heard. And, and it is a space where if you disagree with something, then then you should speak up, or you have an opportunity to speak up and let the assembly know that. 
The business sessions tend to be, at least in my experience over the years, a place both for deciding but also for learning. There is always something in a resolution that teaches me something, um, something I've never heard before about a certain group of people or an organization or a particular concern. Um, and that can be controversial and can be complicated, um, but I always appreciate the chance to to read and hear from the people who bring the resolution uh, as a learning experience wherever I fall, agreeing or disagreeing or still not knowing uh, what the resolution is, is going to do for the life of the church. I always appreciate the chance to at least hear from all of the voices that are involved. Absolutely. Uh, the other part of learning is that reports are another part of business sessions where general ministries make reports about what their ministry is doing and has a time for, for questions and answers. Um, it's a place for accountability of our general ministries, um, and that is an, a, a rich opportunity for learning as well. Yes, 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 yeah. We really appreciate your time. I know that you all have spent a lot of time um, sitting next together, next to each other in uh, meeting rooms and in virtual meeting rooms, and you've led the church very carefully and thoughtfully and faithfully. And we are looking forward to seeing you up on that stage again this summer in just a few weeks. So thanks for your time today and for helping us learn a little bit more about resolutions and business sessions, and we'll look forward to you leading us through them uh, in Louisville this summer. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Pleasure. Next week, Allison Ruari joins us to talk about some proposed changes to the design. Oh, that will resolve nicely. <laughs>